0: Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, The Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening.
1: Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. I'm Tower, here with the Watchmen and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can find WARN Radio on MeWe, Parler, CloudHub, Tumblr, LinkedIn, and Linktree. You can listen and download our shows by going to warn-usa.com and danaglensmith.com. You can also find Warren Radio on the web following website streamers Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warn Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, Castbox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, Podchaser, and Verbal. Do not miss these posts on Warn-USA.com and DanaGlennSmith.com Do not miss this post, God's Eternal Clock of Redemption. For it was in the shroud of the eternal heavenlies that the Father and the Son in the beginning purposed these glorious things. Do not miss this post, Last Day's Perilous purposeful and prophetic we find the last days perilous purposeful and prophetic the issue with living in the prophetic time period is just that living do not miss this post if churches could talk in this I have written a satirical poetic article to reveal a point so if churches could talk What else might they do? Do not miss this post on mourn-usa.com. Valley of Vision, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 37 on Battle Lines Valley of Vision now is before us and not only relates to the current events of Jerusalem that the prophet Isaiah is prophesying, But the events of the end of days. And do not miss this post. Warrior King, Son of God, Authority Over the Nations, Part 11. Here we find the details of the end of days, the final restoration. It will arrive with glorious resurrection and completion of all that has been written in the book. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising by the Watchman, Dana Glenn Smith. It's a Christian fiction thriller detailing a takeover of America with dark forces that plot to bring the country into the globalist new order. And be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter by going to danaglennsmith.com. And you can also visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop there, where we feature The Rising and other Christian books, as well as resources from our Vision Media. And now I welcome In The Watchman. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight?
0: Well, I'm doing good. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great, and I'm glad to be here, of course. It's a beautiful day, a little hot, but...
0: Well, you know, we are coming to the end of this hot month.
1: And it's going to be hot in August, too. Is it? Yes.
0: I mean, we've flown through January... I mean, uh, June. Up till
1: noon, now. uh,
0: June and July, yeah. It's just like, where did it go?
1: I guess that's okay because it's just one day closer to the return of the Lord, which I'm looking forward to.
0: Yep. Well, we're going to start out with an article I wrote not too long ago called The Phenomenon of President Trump. Okay. This is to the delight of all the Democrats and the liberals and the woke people out there. And I go through and talk about this phenomenon. And, of course, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer don't even want to think about him. <laughs> you know, really.
1: No, they don't.
0: At the time of the upcoming 2020 election, um, I read, Elect President Trump and Reject Liberal Agendas. We found out, though that it is not beyond the pale for the Democrats to use any means possible to win, which we found out in the 20, uh, 24.
1: That's right.
0: 2020. Yeah, Yeah, 2020. And Van Jones, when speaking of Trump, called it a white lash. Of course, leave it to a, a black liberal, ultra liberal, to get trashy and make it about race. And that's what's come to expect from Pelosi and all the others. And uh, and he was speaking of the election of Trump the first time. But make no mistake, the Trump event hit... hit. In all of its glory and majesty for his supporters. I mean, that's really what it was. you
1: know. That's right.
0: But meanwhile, for the Democrats and other extra liberals out there, this was an unmitigated nightmare.
1: <laughs>
0: this was a revolution against Obama's policies and globalism. The ordinary turned into extraordinary. And so on January 20th, 2017, Donald J. Trump was sworn as the 45th president of the United States. And we saw one of the biggest unmitigated nightmares from Pelosi and Schumer and the Democrats attacking Trump. And all of which turned into be nothing but a lie. So the phenomenon of President Trump is still there. And this long article details, goes through a lot of things and talks about some of the stuff coming. So check out the phenomenon of President Trump. Whether you love him or you hate him, he is a phenomenon. Absolutely uh, unusual. And uh, so uh, we're going to move on. Our first one up is justice for injustice and uh, this is about India and it's about holding you know the big thing of it is is holding regimes responsible for injustice and persecution of Christians you know we always talk about it we report on it but nothing's ever done and uh, there was Jesuit priest in India and they called him father stan swami or father swami <laughs> he had been arrested on october 8th 2020 there was nine other activists with him and he was arrested on charges of collaboration with maoist terrorists
1: oh, brother well
0: you know the big problem you run into And I don't know whether this guy was guilty or not. But we know that Erdogan did some of the same things to a particular priest that was caught helping um, some of the people in his country that Erdogan thought were terrorists. So this happens. And so this 85, and he's 85, so... He languished, they put him in jail, and he languished there for nine months without trial. Wow. That sounds like the J6ers. Yep. They've languished in trial. Now, Now we are guaranteed by the Constitution to have a speedy trial representation and the whole nine, nine yards. Their, their equal rights have been violated by the Democrats and the liberals in charge since the beginning. And so he had been held without trial and uh, under India's anti-terrorism laws. And and that's probably what they're doing up in D.C. And so he ended up passing away in a hospital in Mumbai. And, you know, and so the congressman, Juan Vargas, happens to be a former Jesuit. Now, Jesuits are very, very political. And, you know, in the old days when the explorers were going out, Christopher Columbus's time and everything, a Jesuit was always with the explorers, always. And in many cases, as in the case of Japan, the Jesuits made it to Japan before anything else, anyone else. Um, <laughs> And so he says, I'm appalled that Father Stan faced relentless abuse and was denied medical uh, treatment while in custody. Now, this is what the Chinese do, you know, uh, and uh, if someone is sick, and uh, let's see, it was yesterday or today there was a story about someone that was there and is sick. And this came through another source that we have. And... uh, the Chinese aren't going to help her out. She's in prison, and she needs medical care, but they won't do anything.
1: Of course not.
0: And so they put up a resolution. And um, he asserts that the Indian security agencies use malware to plant incriminating evidence on the digital devices of multiple individuals. Now, this wouldn't be beyond the scope of being able to do this. And if you're not paying attention, you know. And Father Stan depended human rights. He was a staunch defender. And so the whole idea is to hold India responsible and other nations for injustice and persecution of Christians. And and I think that, you know, if there's any way that you can really do it, and unfortunately, you know, the, the truth of the matter is you can't make nations do anything.
1: That's right.
0: You know? I mean... I seen today where even uh, Biden was facing stuff from the Democrats for not getting in it said getting people out of prison from overseas well, there's one that they're talking about, and that's that gal that oh, liberal
1: in Russia, that athlete that trashed the United States and yeah
0: and yeah well see she had a medical uh, thing to carry cannabis right. But you don't carry this into another country. That's right. So, at any rate. So we're going to move on. We're ready for your event.
1: Okay. So, um, this story is about Torben Sondergaard. He's a Danish evangelist and founder of a ministry called The Last Reformation. And he's being held by Immigration and Customs Enforcement... He's accused of smuggling weapons from Mexico to America, which is um, not the case. He was, um, he left Denmark three years ago because he was accused of doing many things that he had not done. And so he came to America seeking asylum but they suddenly said that the reason I was there was because he was they were had been notified that he was smuggling weapons from Mexico to America. He said he was in shock. His wife is staying in California with the kids. And they had just finished up a Bible school over the border in Mexico. Where many of the helpers traveled from Mexico to America several times a week. But none of them were smuggling weapons, and I think it's just because Denmark is, I don't know, in my opinion, they're trying to cause trouble for him. But um, we have not had, I thought that we had talked about him last week, but I'm not sure. And um, we have not heard any updates this week on how he's doing, or if he's been released, or... Anything about his family, what's going on. So please remember to pray for Torben Sondergaard and his family. That God will continue to work in him. But as he was in detention, he said that he prayed for one guy who got healed. And he started to cry and said, Whoa, God has truly sent you here to me because two days ago I prayed that God would send somebody to me. And so Torben said he had a beautiful moment with God, even though it was terribly hard. And he also remembered the scripture, Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my name's sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. And that's Matthew five ten through 12. So please remember to pray for Torben and his family. That he will be released. And be able to continue the work of the Lord. Without any hindrances. And that he will be able to get asylum. Here in the United States. You know Dana, I think asylum for Christians is hard to is getting harder and harder to come by be able to get here in America.
0: Well, I think it is too. And this guy, uh, believe me, we, we didn't cover um uh, uh, because this story was never up at the top. But okay. the, the big issue here is there's been no other news on this guy. And so, you know, if we don't have news on him, uh, he either got out and they kept low, or he's still in prison somewhere. Right. And he was waiting for something. Um, uh, because he wasn't a full-class citizen. He was just working here. He right. came here he, because...
1: He came here to get asylum.
0: Yeah, from Denmark, yeah. of all places.
1: And then ICE picked him up, so I'm wondering if Denmark doesn't want him back well that uh they called the immigration services here
0: yeah well i wouldn't doubt that
1: i wouldn't either
0: so at any rate uh whenever you're talking about it you know you gotta
1: and he's being held at a medium security detention center in mcleaney florida yeah, and his wife, So his family's in California, and he's separated from them. That's a real tragedy.
0: So you really can't tell when when you're, you know, ministering like this and you're traveling, you never know where someone's going to come because America's getting more and more anti-Christ all the time.
1: Yes, they are.
0: And we're going to move on. So pray for Torben. Torben. And uh, hopefully we'll hear something. I hope, I pray that he gets released. Me too. Uh, you know, we're talking about Afghanistan for a moment. You know, it's been in the news because of the Taliban and there's also ISIS there. Joe Biden, uh, you know, left a bunch of military hardware there, about $84 billion. And guess what? They've been selling that hardware. And now, yeah. Pakistan is facing a radical group of is of uh, Islamists there, Pakistan government, that have U.S.-made military har- uh, hardware that was sold to them by the Taliban uh, that was in Afghanistan, oh and they went goodness. and picked it up, and now they're heading into... Because they're th- all those areas are closed. And so... Uh, so, at any rate, you know, um, there was, June 22nd, an earthquake that flattened villages and destroyed critical infrastructure. Now, we haven't heard. This came out of Mission Network News on the online. But it, it's kind of interesting to note that, you know, there have been massive earthquakes, uh, you know, in times past from various places that we've talked about. Remember when it was at Tibet? that that it was hitting everywhere over there? Um, There's one sure. country they were hitting, and, and it was just absolutely wrecked. And, of course, a lot of the building codes are not what they are here. So this thing hit. So the UN says 362,000 people, this is in eastern Afghanistan, need emergency aid to survive another day. Now you would think that if it was that bad, we'd be hearing about it all the time. I haven't heard about it, at all.
1: Uh-uh.
0: And, uh And and there is another thing in here, <coughs> and I'm trying to. I just had it here. Um. Well, at any rate, there's heart for Iran. Now we've heard of Hart for Iran before when he talked about Iran, and they're a ministry that works out in that region. So the so the believers that are in Afghanistan now, you know, there's a lot of things about this that has a conflict to it because Afghan believers in Afghanistan is no longer uh, a good statement because. Uh, they are oppressed by the Taliban and ISIS, so there's no way they can be talking. So, you know, maybe this happened before the Taliban take, uh, taking over. I don't know. Yeah, but they were wanting a uh, heart for Iran to help them. And, of course, they need Bibles. And, uh, you know, now here it is again. Afghans have no hope under the Taliban rule. And so, of course, that puts it, well, yeah, the Taliban is there. But, you know, we've heard a lot of bad stories. We've had a lot of uh, news coming from over there. And and the Christians are, you know, they were being hunted down. And uh, so I don't know. They're still going door to door. That was the last word we had some time ago. So I don't know where we're at over there now. You know, whenever you have the Taliban and see they... (laughs) They're the traditional rulers over in Afghanistan. And here they are, you know, and you could look and see, you know, we fought the Taliban, beat them, run them out of the country, took a total over, rebuilt a lot of stuff, rebuilt an air base, Put a lot of equipment and men in there. Joe Biden gets in there and screws it all up in less than six months. Leaves the biggest load of American equipment ever to be left anywhere by a sitting president. He was the most foolish of any president that that we have ever had. He left an entire multi-billion dollar state-of-the-art air base. and, And practically, well, China has it now. And so you look, when you begin as a nation to fall and the blessings of God stop, things like this happen. And we've seen a lot of things that in the eyes of the world, America is a fool now. I don't know if we can ever recover. Now, we hear about people getting saved and things like this. There's been various... uh, Crusades and things going on, but as far as saving America, I I doubt it unless there's a wholesale uh, turnaround between every you know in every department of this country. So you know, so you get back to Afghanistan. I mean, you know they've got all that stuff over there, but guess what? Don't expect the Muslims to help the Christians that need help. That's right. We we have found this out and and it's also the same thing in uh India and you know many years ago we were covering some floods over there and the indian authorities there that were handing out the aid says well get a hold of your uh christian friends around the world and have them help you because we're not giving you anything so they didn't get nothing and so this is this is you know th- there is no love of humanity if if you're not in you know, if, if you're in a Muslim nation, you got to be Muslim. If you're Hindu, you got to be Hindu. You know, not not any... And you can't be Hindu-Christian. You can't be Hindu-nothing. You can't be, um, you know, Pakistani-Muslim <coughs> and, and turn to being a Christian. I mean, that's the way it is. That's right. And, and we see it more and more and more that people today are in dire needs, dire predicaments... And it's hard to find aid. Now, there are people that are ongoing, but we have multiple issues. We've got food issues coming up. There's going to be starvation in some of these third world countries. Maybe
1: even in America.
0: Yeah, even in America. Because what we're seeing is global. Yes, and it's it not just food, it's not just starving, but there are things happening all the time, everywhere at once. And we're also seeing the symptoms of a breakdown in society in America. Absolutely, absolutely detrimental. So all of this is happening in America because we refuse to repent. And now we have got even worse in our pride and our refusal. And uh, the thing that will stop it, they're going to come to the end. There will be judgment. And many Americans are going to be dead because of it. And they refuse to repent. I'm telling you the truth. and There is judgment. I've been warning for a long time. And I I can tell you beyond a shadow of a doubt that unless this nation turns around and and they heal the rift and they come back to morality and truth... Because I can tell you, all the wicked and the nations that forget God will be turned into hell. That's a scripture. So, that's where we stand. Now, of course, there's a lot of Christians in America that don't worry about that because they figure they're going to be taken out into pre-trib rapture. So, uh, many of them are kind kind, of, well, they seem lackadaisical. You know, like, I don't really care. You know, nothing I can do about it. That's it. But th- there's definitely some issues here. And so when we talk about the Afghan believers, we even uh, Sondergaard and what he was doing, all these are people that are, you know, are, are caught in the midst of various things going on. And uh, right now in America, the people running this country uh, have no experience biden put up people that were not a clue how to run a country they know how to be woke they know how to flaunt their weirdoism but they haven't a clue as to how to run a nation and so you know you heard of the old phrase uh Screwed, glued, and tattooed. Well, that's America today with Biden and his administration, and uh, and and the other issue we have, of course, is Pelosi continues to move legislation and announce it, and her husband goes and buys up a ton of the stock and makes millions off of it. Uh, And this is in the news now. I mean, we are corrupt. We're proud in this. You know, somebody needs to wake up here.
1: I pray to God they do.
0: Yeah, me too. So it is a mess. Um, We have uh, something from Morning Star News. and, uh, And we've talked about these kind of guys before. Muslims that come to Christ. And they find the risen Lord and then they go out and they start talking to people and they just turn people to the Lord like nobody's business. So then you have local other faiths and this happens quite a bit and they'll chase them down, look them up, beat them up, threaten him, or they'll just kill him initially. And uh, three men were reviling a convert to Christianity for leading Muslims to Christ. This is in eastern Uganda. And so they killed him, and this happened on July 3rd. He was slain with a sword. And he had left an evening service at Christ's Discipleship Worship Center at 6.30 in the evening. And three witnesses saw a motorcycle and then heard wailing and calls for help in a nearby swamp later that evening. And the killers were condemning him for converting Muslims to Christianity. And this was a witness at the time to that. We hid ourselves in a thick bush. And they were the witnesses to this were able to recognize the assailants. And they they seen the particular individual that had uh, cut him on the head with the sword, and they left. And as they waited, when the bad guys left, they took courage, went out to see the slain men, and... Uh, they ended up going to the pastor. And then, of course, then you have angry Christian residents who flooded to the street to mourn the death of this beloved convert from Islam. He had been going from one church to another testifying how he converted to Christianity. And the pastor said his testimony was an encouragement to many Christians in my church and led many to Christ. We have lost a dynamic evangelist.
1: And yes, you know. That's
0: tragic. It is tragic. Because uh, he's left a wife and five children. Ugh. You know. And the issue here. Is that you only have so many. Leaders. So many pastors. So many teachers over there. And you have these guys that go out and tell people, and they end up getting martyred. And we have seen this time and time and time again. And, and I think the biggest irritation of all of this is the fact that nobody does anything.
1: Yes, that's so frustrating to me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you know we we have a committee or something up in D.C. where they watch for persecution and then they uh, grade the the you know the nations according to persecution. But unless you're going to physically do something, you know it, it doesn't help anybody.
1: No, nope, it doesn't.
0: And you know, just like over in Ni- Nigeria, you know, we've been reporting on the slaughter over there by the Fulani. Nobody does nothing. And Buhari, of course, who's, who's the leader there in Nigeria, is a Buhari is a Polani as well. And he doesn't do nothing. But uh, there's a lot of blood being spilled today. And the nations are sitting around on their ass. Excuse the expression. But that's what they're doing. Doing nothing. You know, you go, you have a political meeting, you go to the UN, you go to the Human Rights Council... You know, you protest in the street. You tell your congressman nothing ever stops them. Nothing. But one day there will be one who will come and will stop them.
1: And there will be justice for our brothers and sisters that have been persecuted.
0: There, and the final justice, of course, will be at the great white throne judgment. But during the tribulation, there will be what I call the judgment of the blood. And the people that are there, the wrath of God will be poured out because they refuse to repent at what they did. Amen. One of these days, this stuff is going to stop.
1: I'll be thankful when it does. I'll be happy. It'll be a day to rejoice.
0: Well, it will. And and we need some rejoicing. We do. You know, that's all there is to it. So at any rate, uh, we're ready to go to yours.
1: Okay, this is endorsed lawlessness in America. Endorsed lawlessness in America. This comes to us from Faithwire. And while those who bomb pregnancy centers in the USA rejoice, as Nancy Pelosi and other Democrats won't condemn it. We know lawlessness when we see it. In fact, today in this nation, we are becoming like many of the nations of men who rule as they want and ignore the true and living God. That's a wibr warned radio statement. And Luke Cirillo is the CEO of a pregn- pregnancy center in Oregon called First Image. He is down on record saying engaging in hate is destructive to the soul. He further says that he loves those involved, telling Faithwire, responding to all of this. Our heart has been that the hearts of the people who are perpetrating this stuff would be softened. I love the people and we want to see good for them. And he also added, this is not good for the soul. It is not. So there's been many churches and others like Cirillo's Pregnancy Center that have been hit by violence and destruction. And those committing such acts suggest this is warranted. And the issue is all over their ability to kill babies in the womb, which is murder. This is a statement by the WIBR Warren Radio. And Cirillo said he's re- rece- he received received a call around 3 a.m. that someone had tried to enter the building and the clinic was on fire. And he says the damage is pretty significant. And his team went out at that point and spent the next eight hours or so with the police, the fire, ATF, FBI, on the investigative side of it. He said they still don't know. Or they um, have not been able to get back in the building, so they don't know the full extent of the damage. And one of the most heartbreaking facets of this dilemma is that the clinic cannot currently operate. It will be some time before they are fully functional. It's disturbing. It's upsetting. It compromises a sense of safety, especially for our staff Cirillo said he immediately got to thinking about all of the folks who are working on the ground how they're going to be processing and feeling about such a violent act being directed towards them and another one of the clinics was locate uh, clinics location was vandalized in May where every one of the windows was smashed and he believes Critics lack understanding of his organization stating there is deception about the mission, goals, and efforts. His organization provides a slate of services and support to women facing unsupported pregnancies. I think one of the most significant misconceptions about what we do and what clinics like us do is that we're not actual medical clinics, and we are... We work under the an OBGYN, we have registered nurses on staff, so we're providing medical service to our cl- clients. In addition to the pregnancy tests and confirmations, women are connected with social services, housing, and help to navigate insurance, among other needs. And the problem is a society that allows lawlessness to justify their opposition to law and the rule of law. This action of lawlessness is supported by many politicians, especially Democrats and Soros-backed politicians. Lawlessness is wicked and the lawlessness begets lawlessness until no one is safe. A statement by the WIBR Warren Radio. You know, that's sad because these clinics are very helpful and I'm sure they help women who are at a loss to know what to do, not having any support for their pregnancy. And these clinics are lifesavers.
0: Well, you know, I mean, if you're first pregnant, you don't even know what to do. Yeah. You know, you need to go to somebody.
1: Especially a young person.
0: Yeah. And uh, with a nurse on there, the first thing is physical. Are you okay? Okay. That's you right. know, and so there's a lot of issues here, but the thing with those clinics, again, the Democrats you know and including a o c and a lot of the others who classify as woke, you have an entire cabinet that is woke. you've got all the appointees of Biden who are woke, and they're not interested in democracy in 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 true uh you know America being a republic. they're not interested in truth and justice. They're interested in one thing changing America, becoming socialists, turning it totally around and doing what they want to do. That's right. And you have Oregon at this moment, and I seen this today where they were organizing uh, education for their uh, their people to become antipa become oh, antipa trained. Be kidding yeah. Me. So this is uh, this is Oregon. And I think specifically it was in Portland.
1: That is just And And you want to
0: know why your country is going to hell. When you have, and you know it, and if you don't know it, you're blind. Because it was going on a long time ago. When Trump got in, that's all we saw was rioting and everything like that. And burning and thieving. And uh, we saw it time and time again where nobody did anything to these. To this day... We the, the murder rates are up. America's burning. You have major chains like Starbucks pulling out of areas because it's not safe. Right. I mean, America is going to hell. And we have people in D.C. playing politics. It's going to hell. And most people are too busy working their jobs. It's going to hell. And the only time anybody wakes up is if... One of their children or somebody gets killed, murdered, beat up, or, 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 you know, clinics start on fire, or companies move out. I mean, Americans today need to wake up. And we need to find a way to stop people like Biden and Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer for being in politics for so many years that they get so hardened and deadened to the truth that they wouldn't know the truth if it bit them on the butt. That's right. These people are in there too long. They are corrupt as a $3 bill. And the Democrats right now, they're not all like it. The Democrats that I knew growing up, they weren't like this. These are not Democrats. These are fascist politicians. Exactly what they are. And when you take money from Soros, that's what you are. You're a fascist... uh, politician pretending to be a democrat and I rebuke all of this in Jesus name and may the judgment of God fall on these who are doing this ill righteous illegal immoral godless thing in this country and I rebuke it in Jesus name totally I'm against it the WIBR is against it
1: Amen
0: Now We're over in Indonesia. And they're doing something that we've seen happen in other areas. And, uh, you know, I think India was doing some stuff like that. And that's when you get into, we call it legalizing persecution. And that's when you revise your criminal code. Matter of fact, Biden and the Democrats are trying to make laws that will favor them.
1: Well, and, of course uh, they are.
0: Yeah, and so that way you can continue to be immoral and everything's fine. I mean, this is what the Democrats are doing now under Joe Biden. But over in Indonesia, the revision will strengthen the country's most controversial laws. And, and one of the most controversial in any of these Muslim areas is the blasphemy law. And it basically takes away free speech and it always will discriminate against Christians and religious minorities. I mean, just as a Christian, I believe Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, Son of our God and Father. He is the only true God, the only true Savior. There isn't no other true Savior. And see... Just just statements like that. Our statement of faith as Christians is offensive and blasphemy to these other people. But see, the thing of it is, we've got the truth. They don't. That's the difference.
1: It's sad that they're so deceived.
0: Well, it's too bad that we can't get along. Yes. You know, I was raised a uh, long time ago in a time period. Where you had a lot of different faiths, a lot of different things going on, and and we coexisted together within a country so we could all live free, be safe. Because you can't make me believe that there are Muslims out there that hate Christians so much that they're willing to kill and murder. I have talked to a number of Muslims in this country. and, And, you know... And there's other religions in this country. And the thing of it is, we need to be respectful of life and of each other. Because a Muslim life, a Hindu life, or a Christian life are all cherished.
1: That's, that's right.
0: You know, in the eyes of God. So at any rate, what they do is they pass these laws then and they want to regulate uh, Indonesia's interfaith engagement and uh, that's what they want to do they, they're, they're against uh, um, modernization of the anti-blasphemy laws probably to make sure they work better <laughs> not necessarily for the good A provision bordering on the criminalization of proselytization and apostasy, and a vague provision to protect houses of worship. And and that makes it look legal, but it's vague, because anybody can interpret it any way they want it. Now, they did say that some of the provisions could be taken favorably, but when you're Christians overseas and you see what these countries are doing... It's hard to believe they're going to make a law that will actually help you out. And so, and you know, that's Indonesia. You know, there's, there has been a lot of persecution over there.
1: Oh, it's, it's sad.
0: But there was a time when they all got together over there, you know.
1: I would like to see that again.
0: Now, they have an article, 304, that criminalizes any person who intends to change another's religion. Uh. Or that they become irreligious. I got news for you. That's none of your business. None of your business at all. And you can go screw yourself, just to put it bluntly. You can go suck a rotten egg. And I hope it's really stinky when you do. You know, these things, I wouldn't even give them a time of day.
1: Nope.
0: No, I'm not going to bow the knee to your whorish ways. If you want to live and get along, that's fine. But I'm not going to kiss you and your laws when they're going to be responsible for killing innocent people. That ain't going to happen. You know, that's why the Bible scripture tells you that the gods of the nations are demons, are idols. There's only one true God. And you all are going to find out about it one of these days. And you're going to be responsible for every innocent life that you kill, among other things. That's right. And you always, you know, you're always concerned about Indonesia. You're always concerned about Pakistan and India, Nigeria, throughout Africa. And you're always concerned about China and um, North Korea. Those are, are already turned over. Nothing you can do about it. Russia has already, they're not quite as bad, but they do regulate even Christianity over in Russia. So globally worldwide you know the subject of religion is really hell and it is because we're living in a time when the sun of perdition has come the dark one and it's literally going to be hell if you make the wrong decision
1: yes it will it will not be fun
0: not by a long shot. And then we have another one. This is from Dr. Tracy Scott in Ethiopia. Now, I've done uh, an article on, on her stuff before. And uh, she talks about over uh, the Tigrayans. And there's a, a war over there. Ethnic violence. And so, Tigrayans are the ones that are getting slaughtered. And half a million of these Tigrayans have been slaughtered. More than 900,000 are living in famine. And the crisis has spread. With hundreds reported dead in recent days. I mean, that alone should make you sick.
1: Oh. Yes.
0: And so you die from starvation because there's war. Because when there's war, you can't plant crops. So you starve to death. There's no doctors around because most of them get killed. or There's there's not that many around. So you don't have any medication. And of course, you have no help... Or a place to hide when you have COVID, pneumonia, malaria, and etc. And then, of course, um, now there is a, a thing here. The Health Professionals Network for Tigray. You can find that at HPN, uh, the number four, tigray.org, And uh, they try to make up the difference. But see, you don't have food, water... And things like clean water. You need clean water. Clean
1: drinking water, yes. Yeah.
0: And so, you know, the thing of it is uh, they're trying to get help to these people. And, And, you know, we've talked about this before. This is just all over the world. You know? All over the world you're finding stuff like this and uh, a 45 year old Chicago resident who lost both parents in a APAR uh, said APAR is not a secluded event it's an ongoing ethnic cleansing and, and we're living in the time period you're, you're going to see that more and more but see in Africa we've had a lot of, of uh, ethnic cleansing in the past so they're just something you know when you get into the tribal areas and uh, Ethiopia is a tribal area any of these things a lot of them are tribes ethnic and these people don't care they just kill people and uh, and of course the, the Tigrayans they're unlawfully imprisoned. They're subjected to sexual violence, which is not, no, that's about par for the course, mm-hmm. because the soldiers rape. And then they're burned alive and starved. Oh. Now, they reported that 80% of health facilities were looted, vandalized, or destroyed.
1: Eighty percent. That leaves only two or twenty percent. So that there's a severe shortage of medical supplies, and children and pregnant women, and you know the hundred and twenty thousand plus victims of sexual violence are left without access to vital health care. This is so tragic. It is so wicked.
0: And so, you it's know, it's just
1: unbelievable that. People can do that to other people.
0: So, Dr. Tracy Scott of Far Ethiopia. You can Google her if you want to find out more help. Or HPN, the number four, tigray.org.
1: And that's T-I-G-R-A-Y.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, we we don't want to see this happen anywhere.
1: No, we don't. And I don't, you
0: you know, I don't care what color they are i don't care what you know religion they are you know if if you're taking human beings and treating them like dogs I, i object to it you know god has given every human being on this planet grace to live their lives however they want to. everybody's going to stand before the true and living god it doesn't matter whether you're white black female whatever you think you are but they deserve respect. They, they deserve to be taken care of. And this is another thing I rebuke globally. I rebuke this thing that's doing this. And may God send his son soon to stop this. But we need Amen. to get the gospel out. The gospel is going to go out whether you like it or not. No matter how many laws you make. The gospel is going to go out. And then the end shall come. But I hate to... I, I, I hate... I just hate this stuff.
1: Oh, I do too.
0: You know, and, and you look at the numbers. 120,000 are victims of sexual violence. Dear God in heaven, is that is that all you think of is when you go in there? You people are animals.
1: They are. And they're cowards. Yeah. Cowardly animals. Yeah,
0: and you pick on children... You pick on young girls, you pick on older women even, you you know, you don't care, you're an animal.
1: And you need to repent.
0: You know, frankly, the people doing this stuff, they need to be shot. And it's too bad there ain't somebody that knows how to bring justice to that, and there isn't. The only justice that we're going to have, true justice... Will be the Lord Jesus Christ, Yahshua coming back. That's the only way. There is no other. With him will come a legion legions and legions of the angelic host and the heavenly host.
1: Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord.
0: That's right. And he's he I look to him to carry that out. Well, That's we're gonna right. have to close, so
1: Okay. Well, good night everybody. Thank you for joining us whenever you do. Please remember to play, pray for your brothers and sisters around the world. and Pray for the persecutors that they would come to know the Lord and stop this violence. And pray for us and we, as we pray for you. May God richly bless you. Be careful and be safe out there. Take care of yourselves. May God richly bless you for all you do for Him. Good night, everybody. We love you.
0: Don't forget to go by our websites at warn-usa.com, danaglennsmith.com. You can always contact us at warn-usa. There, there's information right on the front page. Also, be sure to go to com. Check out my new book, The Rising. Get a copy. You can find it anywhere. You can also go to our websites. we got all kinds of links to it. Read the book, then go to our website leave me a comment. I want to hear from you about the book, but go get the book, The Rising. You can read more about it on danaglensmith.com So until next week, take care of yourself. Be
1: safe. Shalom.